You may be seated. Our sermon text for today comes from the book of Luke, Luke chapter 24, verses 36 through 48. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts arise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they were still, and while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. When he had opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures, he told them, This is what is written, The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead and on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. This is the word of God for the people of God. (coughs) This account takes place right after those who were on the road to Emmaus and met Jesus and realized after They had eaten with him, that it was Jesus, and they ran back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples that they had seen Jesus. And so we have this happening. They're in the upper room, and they've just, the disciples have just been told that these two men had walked with Jesus and talked with him, and he had explained many things to them. And the disciples didn't quite know what to think about these two men. Had they been drinking something? Had they seen a ghost? What was it? They didn't understand what was happening. They knew Jesus had died. And then all of a sudden, Jesus appears to them in the upper room. And they again don't know what to think. See, we get in our mind how things are, and then we sort of fashion our whole consciousness, our whole way of looking at the world by what we think things are. And they thought Jesus was dead. They thought that somebody had taken his body because it was gone from the tomb. They didn't know quite what to think, so in their mind, they had come up with a scenario. And in that scenario, Jesus was not alive. Yet he had told them so many times before that he was going to rise from the dead. They still didn't believe it because we're so conditioned to 
explain things by how we understand the world, by how we see things. The problem is we don't understand everything. That's why I like science. Science is wonderful because it shows us what really happens. We have our idea how things should happen, but in God's world, they don't always happen the way we think they should. And they had their minds set, and they were afraid. They were afraid because the Romans and the religious leaders of the Jewish people had gotten together, and they had condemned Jesus to death, and they had killed him on a cross. It's a very public way of execution. Everybody saw what happened. And so they were afraid that they were next because everybody knew who they were. They were the followers of this Jesus. You know why Jesus didn't just walk through the door? Because it was locked. They weren't letting anybody in. They were going to hide in that upper room where it was safe. And that's what we do when we're afraid. We hide. We like to just kind of lock ourselves away from everything when we're afraid. And that's what the disciples were doing. Jesus appears to them, and his word to them is peace, peace to you. And this is not shalom. This is not the standard greeting. It is actually the word peace. I bring peace to you. And in a world that we're living in today, we are certainly in need of peace. We're certainly in need of an understanding that no matter what's going on in our world, no matter what's going on in our lives, that we can experience the peace of God. And that's the message today from Jesus. Jesus has risen from the dead. We have accounts of it. We have accounts in the Bible that tell us that he appeared to many people. And they tell us what they saw. They tell us of their experience with Jesus. But that's not all. Most of us have not seen Jesus personally. But we've had an experience of coming to know Jesus through people in our lives who have lived Jesus out before us. Most of you are sitting here today, and probably many who are watching on the Internet have had the experience of someone who was a follower of Jesus Christ showing them what it means to be Jesus as they're growing up. Sometimes it's our parents or grandparents. Sometimes it's people in the church. Sometimes it's people we don't even know. God will provide us with an understanding and he will provide us with peace. Now I'm going to tell you a story that's very hard for me to tell. When I was in boot camp, my mom died. And I was not allowed to go to the funeral because it's complicated, but I wasn't able to go to the funeral. And the week that she died, I was working in 
the telephone booth. I was the most popular guy in boot camp because I determined if you got to make a phone call home and how long you got to stay on the phone. Of course, my best friend in boot camp who slept in the bunk below me um, got to talk for quite a while, but that's not until I heard him speaking Russian. I thought, that's probably not a good idea. But while I was doing that, I found out that my mom had died, and it was devastating. She had had cancer. She had been sick for 11 months. So I kind of had an idea that it was coming. But I was all by myself, without anybody to talk to. And I still remember it. And this was 40 years ago. I was, it was a Wednesday, and I was working, and a guy showed up, and all I know is his name was Joe, and he was supposedly a guy in boot camp, and we sat and talked, and he talked to me about the death of my mother, and he, he had such wonderful words to share. And made me feel so much at peace. I never saw him again. He was not there on Tuesday or Monday. He was not there on Thursday or Friday. That doesn't happen in boot camp. You don't just do something for one day. And I've always felt that that was God providing me with peace at a time when I needed it. I don't know who he was, but I know that when we are in need, God provides for us. And sometimes when we, when others are in need, God uses us to provide peace for them. That's the wonderful thing about the church and the family of God. We help one another. We lift one another up. We see Jesus in others. But I pray so much that others will see Jesus in us. In these times when it's so difficult and so many people so feel so alone and lost, we have an opportunity to reach out to people and to show them the love of Jesus Christ which provides them with peace. Because that's what God offers to us. In a world that's crazy. In a life that doesn't seem to make sense. When things are at their hardest. The only place we can go is to God. And God will provide us with peace. That's what we're offered. That's why Jesus Christ died on the cross. Yes, to forgive our sins, but that's not all. He doesn't expect us to go through life worrying about what's next or worrying about the sins that we continue to commit. He gives us peace in knowing that our sins are forgiven, that He has taken them all away, and they don't come back. As Corey Ten Boom says, and this is one of my favorite sayings, he throws them in the sea of forgetfulness and puts up a no fishing sign. 
You can't have them. They're gone. They're not just erased. They're gone for good. So once you've asked for forgiveness, no matter what you've done, God takes those sins away and you can't have them back. So don't try and get them back. Depend on God's forgiveness and peace. A peace that comes from only what God can give. A peace that fills us even when we don't understand. When we don't know what's going on. When we don't know where we're going. When we don't know what's going to happen next. A peace that we can live in a world of chaos. We can live and not have to worry about what's going to happen next. And this message wasn't necessarily for you, it was for me. Because this has been a difficult time for me. Not the, the quarantine and the not being able to visit people and the not having interaction with people. I've loved that. I'm an introvert. I need my downtime. I need my away time. Give me my shop and some wood and I'll be happy for a long time. But what's going on in the world and in our church and how I see the United Methodist Church tearing itself apart and this side fighting that side and, and bishops doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And hurting churches and people. And it tears me apart. And I have to be reminded. That this is not my church. This is God's church. And if we will continue. To follow God and his teaching. We'll continue to make him our Lord and Savior. He will fill us with peace. I don't know where we're going in the United Methodist Church. And I don't even think I really care right now. As long as God's in charge, I know we'll get to where He wants us to be. I know we'll be the church of Jesus Christ if we'll commit ourselves to Him and live in His peace. A peace which He offers freely to each and every one of us. Whatever is going on in your life, whatever the struggles you're facing. Some of you are facing struggles because you can't have contact with other people. Some of you are very much people persons. You're extroverts. You have to have that contact. Pray to God. Ask Him to send someone into your life if that's what you need. Someone to make a phone call. Someone to contact you on Facebook or whatever it is. I have a good friend who's an extrovert. And every day during the time that we were quarantined, we talked. Sometimes I didn't know what to say because I'm not a big talker on the phone. Try texting me. Sometimes you'll get three letters. I just, not a big talker. But God gave me the ability to be there for him. 
He offers you the same thing. Be the peace of God for someone else. Be God's people for a world that is in chaos. And may God's peace dwell in you. Amen.